All right, everybody, and we are back for another episode of Level Up Cleveland. This week, we have with us the guys from the Southern Outlaws Band. Today, I have with me Mr. Arliss Walker. He is the lead singer. And I also have with us Dave Weilocker. Plays, he's one of the guitar players. It's a dual guitar band. And we also have Will Putt. He is the keyboardist. Um, thanks, guys, for coming down. Oh, our pleasure. Not with us today. Let me go through all the other guys that aren't here. Most definitely. Um, Bob Ferda. He's the other guitar player. Uh, we also have Mike Bright Jr., who plays the drums. And Tom Levack is your bass player. They won't be here today, but maybe one day we'll have them on another show. Yes. Six guys in the band. Yes. How do you guys uh, keep a six-man band together? It's, it's, it seems like it would be very hard to do. You guys love each other? Is this like a good group? Oh, yeah, this is a good group? No doubt about it. Um, no egos. And we all, I mean, we just come together all together as a, as a big family. We're there for one another. And we practice together. We have parties together. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. The, the camaraderie is just, you know, the chemistry with all of us together. Is just like well, like our bass player has said before, it's just magical, you know, with all of us together. Um, you and know, they have and, food at every practice. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, that's how we got Dave <laughs> and me. Yeah, <laughs> I like food. Yeah, we so. put a food spread out. You know, these two guys came in straggling. You know, so. <laughs> You just found them for, because of the food. They're yeah. like, hey, by the way, can you play yeah. keyboards? Yeah. Hey, oh, cool. That just fits right in. Yes. So when you guys, uh, you guys, honestly, you haven't been together as a, this band for that long. I mean, it's only been a couple of years, right? I mean, couple, literally. Yeah, a couple of years. Me and my cousin, which is Mike Bright Jr., uh, that plays our drums. We're the ones that, you know, put the project together. Um, then the next edition was Tom, you know, that came in. And then we just started you know, adding members and stuff, you know, to it. Um, we've had a few people with us and stuff that's not with us now. Um, and um, it just kind of grew into what it is now. I mean, a life of its own. And uh, we're, you know, all writing, you know, producing our music, um, taking, you know, some of the covers that we have released, um, rearranging them to, you know, make it our own. Yeah. And then one nice thing is we've had the privilege from, the ones and stuff that I originally put these music out to get the full license and rights to all of it. Um, you know, and nice. that's, that's an honor in my opinion. Yes. That's, um, we just had that's the guy before us. That's, that was a big part of our conversation is the copyright problems that he's having and the publishing problems he's having, trying to get the rights to do things. And these bands that he's doing, they don't have the rights to anything, so they can't okay anything. So yeah, we own the rights to everything. Um, uh, Matter of fact, our one release that we just did was uh, Four Walls of Rayford, and Leonard Skinner themselves uh, liked what we did with that and gave us the full rights oh, to release that. So we have the full licensing rights uh, to that. So, yeah, this thing, so in, in case people don't know, these guys are, um, and, and you're going to have to help me on this because as I'm researching you guys, I just gave up on figuring out 
on all the awards that you're nominated for, who's nominating <laughs> you, where it's happening, where you're going to be playing for the award show. That's I there's a, I got a number of it, but I know I'm missing a lot. The ISSA is a big one, yes. and, that, and that's where you guys are going to actually be playing in Georgia. Yes. Uh, so it's like you're going to be playing on the award show. No, we're going to be playing the pre-show. Oh, okay. Um, for that, which will be at Wild Wings Cafe, um, okay. right there, just outside of Atlanta, uh, we'll be doing the pre-show because in that way we can do a forty-five minute set. Oh, oh, you're not just playing a song or something. Yeah, we're not okay. just playing one song. You know, we're playing a, a full set uh, for for that, and then the award show will be the next day, uh, which we're nominated for Entertainers of the Year. Uh, Band of the Year, Video of the Year, um, Good for the Soul is uh, nominated for Song of the Year. And am I missing anything? There's one more. Um, I didn't write them all down. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I wind up losing track, too. I know there's five. Um, well, there's band, song, video, uh Album? Yeah, yeah, album of the year. Album. There's my fifth one that I missed. And that's for Liberty? That's actually for uh, our um, album was uh, self-titled. We wanted to follow in the footsteps of, you know, the, our Southern rock, you know, that f came before us. And a lot of their first albums were self-titled. Like Leonard Skinner? Yeah. Correct. Yep. So we wound up putting our first album out as the Southern Outlaws. And uh, that's the one, you know, nominated for, you know, song of the or album of the year. And... The two awards that we won here are from the World Songwriters Award. Uh, we Our first one was for Good for the Soul, and then our second one was for Southbound Train. And uh, that's another high for songwriters. The WSAs is pretty much top because that's from all the countries in the world. Oh, that's international. Yeah. Yes. So let me ask you this. So what, what, like what, as I'm listening to your guys' music, what, here's, what I, here's what I hear. I hear that, there's got to be differences in people in the band. Like this guy likes this, but this guy likes this. You got to have some. I mean, I'm sure you guys all share likes. Like Leonard Skinner, every I'm, not just you guys. I think everybody likes Leonard Skinner. Yes, but but I'm hearing in different influences of all kinds of different musics, and I, and that's probably, in my opinion, why you guys are getting so much attention right now. Because it's almost like you've invented a new thing. It's not. It's not. It's not like anything I've heard really. Um, I, I was telling you earlier, when I hear you guys doing, uh, was it Ring of Fire, you guys yes. do Johnny Cash? Yes. It's Johnny Cash, and it's Johnny Cash. I mean, you know the song. It's not It's not like you guys have veered so far away that you don't know what the song is. But the guitars almost have a punk rock thing going on, right? It's, it's a little quicker, and you have this incredible voice that you can do like, you can do like an Elvis almost type thing sometimes. But, like... You almost do like a Lou Reed type thing sometimes, or like Iggy Pop, like sometimes I even hear in your voice. And I'm like, and I'm like, this is all, but because you're doing this, the style of this, the way you're doing that song, it just goes like this. It's like everything you guys do has like, it's even though you, you sound, it's like a punk rock guitar and it's this and that, but when it's all coming together and, and to be music critics take so notice of this kind of thing, they love it. I mean, it's sort of, yeah. I think people do. You know, it's something new and fresh. I don't know. Dave could probably say it better than I can. Um, I think that's what our original idea was behind it, is we wanted that unique sound that is our stamp. We didn't want to copy, 
you know, everybody else that's out there. We wanted to be different, but we still wanted to pay respect to the ones that came before us. What do you think, Dave? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. Bob and I have a different sound. He, uh, he comes from... He's got more of a traditional southern rock yes, play. Yes, yeah. I mean, that's... that's yeah. uh, Me, I come from a little heavier side on the guitar. And, uh, I mean, all the different bands that I've been in and played all the kind of different genres, but I kind of like that heavy distortion into the leads. And and that's the same with our my cousin, Mike, that plays drums. He come from a metal background. Um, me and him grew up playing, you know, country and bluegrass and stuff like that but he's still got that metal background too so that's where that's coming from that that drive there's a drive that's, in all your music yeah, it's, just, it's there that's the all and tom Levac, like i said i mean when it comes to what him and mike can do i mean to us you know your bass and drums are your backbone and they are just a driving force that's just unbelievable yes. the way they just mesh together and play is just on what makes it so it's it makes it so easy to play yeah what we do because it's just kind of it's you you're drawn to that the, the the back end and it's just you can put out the front end even better it's just solid yeah and, I, and one thing i also noticed about you guys is you all started very early at, at doing a lot of this stuff this wasn't like you know I, everybody's this is a lifelong endeavor of music for everybody yeah. in this band so it's not like it's not as if this is a bunch of guys that are just getting together and this is a fun thing for you guys. This is, you guys take this quite seriously and, yeah. and and you guys are just actually reaping from a lot of the stuff that you guys put a whole lifetime doing. You yes. figure all of us combined, we probably get over 250 years of music experience with all of us. Me and my cousin's been doing it ever since we were little kids. Yeah. And we grew, like I said, our grandfather played professional bluegrass with um, Bill Monroe and he played with uh, John Douglas, which is the father of Jerry Douglas. And so we grew up around all these musicians and that. And, you know, we've been it for our whole lives. I know <laughs> Dave's, you know, been doing it, what? Since I was seven. Seven. Seven, playing, picked up the guitar. Had the... Well, you've been doing it pretty much most of your life, correct? Yeah, five. Yeah. My first piano. So, yeah, pretty and, and much you, all of us. And you said, you said your grandfather, uh, he played with... The, was it the father of Jerry Young? Uh, Jerry Douglas. Doug Douglas, I mean? Yes. So people that don't know who Jerry Douglas is, he, that guy's won a bunch of Grammy Awards. That guy's yes. a lot. I mean, we he's grew like, up together. He really? actually dated my aunt at one time. And I went to <laughs> I went to the same high school. <coughs> oh. Are I you guys in the same neighborhood. So are you guys, let me ask you that. So where are you guys all from exactly? I mean, this is you guys aren't all from exactly the same little no. area. You guys all come from, where, where do you guys all start off? Where do you grow up at? Um, well, I grew up in between Ohio and West Virginia mostly because all my family comes from Webster Springs, West Virginia. Okay. I grew up in Levittsburg, Ohio, which is a little crossroads. And, yeah. <laughs> Where are you from? Warren, Ohio. Warren? Yeah. So you guys have played, so mostly out yeah. that way. And our bass player, he's from Cleveland. Okay. Originally. Um, our other guitar player, um, Bob Furda, he's from New Jersey, Trenton. Yeah. And then, of course, Mike, he's from between, um, we, he grew up between Ohio and Michigan because the, his dad owned a uh, fishing charter up in Michigan. And now Mike does that, you know, of course, when we can keep him off the water and behind the drums. <laughs> but, he know, fishes a lot? Oh, yes. too much. <laughs> 
He needs a boat. And I know when he's listening, I'm going to catch hell over this. (laughs) You know. But yes, yeah, he he takes people salmon fishing, you know, during the salmon run and everything, and charters them up there. And he also takes people up the Lake Erie and Mosquito Lake and fish there too. Oh, really? Yeah. All all the eastern reservoirs and lakes that are out there. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a pretty interesting story going in before before all this music stuff even starts up. I mean, you have quite the, you know, you could, that's the story at all. That's a, almost a whole podcast by itself. Um, we'll try to get into some of that. But so you were in it, like you said, you started off, you're into music, you're very young. Yeah. I went to the Grand Old Opry in 94, got the chance to play there wow. on the Grand Old Opry stage. And then shortly after that's when I stepped away from music. Uh, my daughter was two years old and the road was kind of rough. So we stepped away and then I became, you know, a cop. I uh, was a, uh, patrolman in Newton Falls, Ohio, for two years. Um, and then from there, I went to Stark County Sheriff's Department, was a deputy sheriff there until the time that I was injured. So you're injured? Yeah. I was and injured in and you're injured pretty bad. It's not It's not as if, like, you know, um, put you in a wheelchair. Yeah. How long were you in a wheelchair for? Three years. What's that like? Terrible. Because at the time, they didn't know if I was gonna, ever going to walk again or do anything. And just iron will and determination, I rehabilitated myself over the years and then got to the point where I was able to go from the wheelchair to a cane, from using the cane to not using anything, and now what I'm doing now. Was this, was this like uh, therapy that you did yourself that you just got, got or was you going through a no, pro- therapy I did myself. No kidding. Because the therapy and stuff that, you know, they're just – wasn't working for me and uh so i just you know pushed myself and wind up doing it all on my own you know with the with the name arliss walker you could write a book about <laughs> your your thing and it would be a, the perfect name it would just be your name <laughs> i know that's i mean that's just, that was i just thought i'd throw that one out there so. um no, really, that's an amazing story. So you go back from that. So then eventually you decide you're going to get back into music. Yeah. Let me ask you this because, so I I, I, I kind of did, not not to the degree did, but I did. I was young, was in a band, did I have kids, out of the band, kids grow up, back into music. So how bad do you miss it? Like, like as even, even I mean, I know you're, everything you did was for the right reasons. I, I get all the reasons why you did everything, but. It haunts you, don't it? Like, like, like oh, yeah. you have all them moments constantly where you're like, "Man, I miss it. Man, I miss it." And then you're talking to your old friends, and people are are moving along the line, and their their music is they're still doing it. Pretty bad. Was that driving? Oh it- yeah, that was the driving force to get better. Uh, when I knew my law enforcement career was going to be over, you know, that's what pushed me. It's like, you know what? If I can't do that, I'm going to work towards getting the other back. And that's exactly what I did. And now, you know, I think I like to use it as a point and stuff that I could show people that if they've gotten injured, no matter what might be happening in their life, if they can take that and still have a passion in their life and push towards that passion and let that use be their driving force to get back to doing what they love to do, just because one door shuts doesn't mean you can't find another one. Yeah, and you actually had doctors telling you things like you're not going to walk or you're not going to yeah. walk. You know, you're going to have 
some kind of an issue or that kind of thing. And and for you to do to do what you do now is where you have to stand up on a stage and, and, and perform and stuff like that. Yep. I mean, Tiger Woods right now is golfing out there, and he just had two bones sticking out of his leg 18 months ago. Yep. It's amazing what some people can do after, if yeah, you want. I'm jumping off of drum risers and bouncing <laughs> around like an idiot. Yeah. Hitting me with the mic stands. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That's my favorite part of the show, you know. Is that your favorite part, though, live, guys? I mean, oh, I mean you yeah. guys are doing all this other stuff, but live uh, is still uh, where it's at. Oh, yeah. The energy that you, you exert on stage is just, I, I, I can't stand still. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this. So I'll start with you because you're the lead singer and you're sitting closest to me. But <laughs> when I hear you sing, I'm, I'm picking up a lot of influences, a lot of different things. You have a very, you're not somebody who just sings with one voice. You you have inflections and you sing, you kind of you, you, you kind of fit your voice to fit the moment of the song, it seems like. Mm-hmm. You have, and you can do that. I don't know how, but you do it. <laughs> um, what? How do you get all that? I mean, were you, I mean, I mean, I do pick up Elvis in your voice. You have a cool, that smooth Elvis type thing sometimes. <laughs> it's, you don't sound like him. I'm not saying yeah. that. But, I, but it reminds you of that smoothness, like. Were you a big Elvis guy at one point in your life? Not really, actually. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think as far as singing, one of my biggest influences back then, before I you know really got into southern rock or anything, was was Conway Twitty. Oh. You know, he had such a powerful voice. You know, and um, I think that was one of my biggest influences. You know, as far as you know, singing well, as you were coming through as and, I was and learning through, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. How about you? You said you said you was like more metal rooted, but not not totally because I listen to everything. My collection of music includes everything from the symphony all the way down to thrash. Thrash you put you put on, back in the day. <laughs> so it was just something it you, you yes. went through. You went through a thrash phase. I, I, is what I you're went saying. through yes, I went through everything, and that that just makes you a stronger musician. Oh, to, absolutely. To learn. Uh, you know, I was approached by a polka band when I was a young kid. I, I mean, <laughs> so do they? Do you know does that band wants to get on a, a, a podcast anytime soon? I'm looking for a polka band. No, that was years ago. They're probably all gone now. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. It was, and then I always, never when I played, did I ever play anything note for note. I always would make it my own because that's. And it just fits with these guys because when I walked in, it's like, all right, what am I going? What am I doing here? Let me figure it out. And then when I could just do whatever I wanted to do, as long as it's in the right key, you know. Then <laughs> you guys I, give I, each I, other I, the freedom to do that kind of thing. Absolutely, oh, yeah. that's cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's not only like one guy who's like uh, no. kind of like overseeing this. It's no. really a collection. It how is. The, a- how the hell do you guys do that though? That's got to be. It's unheard of in some way to have. Six guys collectively, with input and different things, and not, and it, it's just, it's just you guys just found that right, yes, yeah. that mode, it, that it, sauce, the secret music, sauce. Yes. Best thing I could say is musically, we hit the music lottery, because what each one of these guys bring to the table, it is a complete collaboration of everybody to make what we do. Definitely, there's nothing. There's nothing. Like I said, there's not like. like I think you guys even get maybe because it's the name, but maybe you guys get pigeonholed as like some kind of a country outlaw type thing, you know. And I, I honestly don't hear any of that. I mean, very little of any kind of an outlaw country type thing. It's definitely more of a rock 
Yes. It's rock. It's, I mean, is what I would classify if we're going to start somewhere. It's got to, because there's, it's rocking. The beats are rocking. The, the rhythms are rocking. Um, and there's some country f- stuff that gets, goes through it and some Southern rock that goes through it. But uh, when do you pick up the guitar? How do you, when do you decide to do, I mean, you're seven years old. Is, is it in the family? You have a, you have a. Um, it's hard to say. Uh, my brother and I had a little guitar that, had two strings on it. My dad approached me one day and he says, how would you like to take lessons? He says, I know I work with a guy that, you know, which happened to be in this, you know, from the same area. I said, yeah, sure. Sign me up. I, I'll go down and do that. But we actually sat on the guitar, so we didn't have anything to play. So my mother had to buy one. <laughs> so, uh, but that's how I got started because evidently they seen some kind of interest that I had. So, I, so your parents were the ones that said, parents, "You know what? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome." Yeah. So, how about you, Will? How do you how do you start pit playing the keys and and taking it to this point? Oh, five years old. My dad had a buddy who moved to Texas, was getting rid of a piano, and decided to go pick it up. Brought it home, and I just took to it instantly. Loved it. Something you could do right away, or did you, it was like, it was like so did you? Uh, care? Yeah, I was kind of natural at it. When you look at when you when that happens with like especially with the keys because the keys the way they're set up they're so, you know like completely different than any other instrument right. one finger one note that's always mm-hmm. how I always looked at piano you know what I mean because there's like the other instruments just they're not like that you know right. so when you look at it when you're like for those that same thing kind of with the fretboard on a guitar but did you did your brain kind of like see the pattern yeah, that's of the exactly of the what keys? it is it's a pattern and. Got to recognize the patterns in it. And but did you see it right away? Was it, was it one of them things that for you, yeah. you kind of just looked at it and was like, oh, I kind of get this. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, you look at a piano and it repeats itself. See, that doesn't happen awkward. for a lot of people. Right. And that's what that's what separates the, the, the ones that are like almost virtuosos in a way. Yeah. Not, But that gifted thing where I think it has a lot to do with that. Yeah. That one thing right mm-hmm. there. Same thing with the guitar. Exactly. Once you kind of learn the few notes and how that fretboard works, if you're one of them people whose brain can literally see the patterns and, and, and that's, you know, you can start forming chords easier and stuff. So is that, was that how it started? And then what were your, are you, are you a little younger than the rest of the guys in the band? Is that, is, am I seeing this not, correctly? Not that much. That just a little, little you just yeah. have a, you just He's the got baby. good genes or something. Yeah, I have good genes. <laughs> He's yeah, I'm the a baby. He's I'm the pushing baby. 50 here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, that ain't old yet. Yeah, no, not, not that old. I think he's five years away from that. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. that's a long way away. That's from a 50. long way. Yeah. When you hit 45, you cherish them years of each one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what, where's your, how did you, when you're first getting into it, like, what are you learning? Like, what's your thing? Because keyboards could be different, you know, yeah. unless, you're, unless you're getting into the, the boogie and all this stuff. Yeah. That's, it was classical music at first. Oh. Yeah, I really love classical piano. Uh, yeah, Chopin and things like that. And then uh, the Doors. I was just intrigued with the Doors. Oh, Ray Manzarek. Loved it. You know, tried to emulate him as best as I could, and really taught me a lot trying to do my Manzarek impression. You know, a lot of yeah. Doors. A lot of Doors. Cool, cool. You guys have done some cover tunes um, on on your albums. Mm-hmm. Now you're not the only one that sings in the band. No. You have, uh, you sing, yes, Liberty, Liberty, yep, and you sing the, the Folsom Prison Blues that uh, the Johnny Cash song, but it's not exactly done, right? Um, and you guys also do, um, holy shit, my brain just went. 
Walking by Myself was done by our bass player, Tom Levesque. He sings that He's one. the one that sings that. That's an old Gary Morris tune. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So you guys are even doing Gary old Gary Morris songs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do the one. Our way. Yep. Our way. And then uh, the Mary Jane that was written by uh, Bob Furda. Yep. He's the one that sings that. Oh, and you guys also do... Like House of the Rising Sun, yes, yeah, I which do which I just happen to think is one of the coolest songs ever written. Like in the history of all music, it's just such a cool song. the The subject matter is cool, the song is cool. It's just it's the most one of the most you know noticed uh, riffs in rock and roll period. And you guys do such a cool version of it. Yeah, thank you. Well, what was cool was Alan Price reached out after we recorded it and it got sent in, and he actually reached out how he loved how we did it and the, you know our wow. composition of how we did it you know it, we still made it our own but we still paid respect to them and uh he was another one of the stuff that gave us the full rights to the song how is that is that is that like the the end all be all though for you guys when it comes to this kind of stuff even like when when you do somebody else's song and then that person says wow man that was yeah isn't that like the ultimate yeah it very is very unexpected I yeah, mean, you know but they don't have to do it. Yeah, Mm-mm. nobody has to say a word. Yeah, and, and, and when they do, yeah, they don't have to give you the rights to it. <laughs> you know? No, 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 they don't. You're no. right, and 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 that not, but they don't also even have to pay the compliment on top of it. You know what I mean? Just to give right. you the rights is one thing, but then to say, hey, man, what you get? Do you guys? Is it? Is that how many times does that happen? I mean, does it? Does it happen more than? Yeah, more than you think. Is is this whole thing kind of overwhelming in some in some degree? Like for you guys, it's kind of it's kind of got to be like you guys are just getting swept up on this whirlwind, and you guys you played you played Atlanta last year too, didn't you? Didn't you guys go? Well, there last no, year? they actually canceled last year. Oh, because of the because pandemic. of the restrictions yes. and the pandemic. Yeah, pandemic. This will be the first live ISSA show uh, that they've been able to have in two years, correct? And uh, I see. So yeah, this is going to be a big one and stuff because it'll be the first time we're all back together again. I see. I see. So how how is that when you say live? Are they, are they, is this going to be something people are going to be able to watch online or on, is this? Um, they have a uh, on Roku. They have their own channel. Okay. ISSA does, and they will be able to um, see the entire award show and everything. And you guys are going to actually be in the award show in the audience. Is this going to yes. be set up like? Are you guys going to do like a Will Smith thing? I'm just kidding. You guys are going to do that, right? I might You're smack, not smack him. <laughs> I might smack him. He deserves it once in a while. But the bad thing of it is he enjoys it way too much. You know? But, uh, no, it's actually uh, being held uh, at the same location that the BMI Awards are being held. Um, right there in downtown Atlanta. Um, it's the... Sandy Springs Convention Center. Performing Arts Center. Okay, sorry. That's why we have our manager. She keeps me straight. Yeah, that's my partner in crime. You know, without her, I'd be lost. Well, we all have to have one of those. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, so, what are you guys going to do when you're there? You're going to play for, you're, you're saying you're just playing in a bar that's lo- that's near there. Is this going to get... I don't know if they're going to I don't know if they're going to air the pre-show or the after party show or not. I we're not we're not for sure on the details of it. I know they are selling tickets. Um tickets went on sale for that show. Um there'll be five of us uh, performing that uh, five bands performing at the pre-show. I think it starts at 5 p.m. 
Yes. And, uh, yeah, it's a pretty good-sized place that we're going to be at. Are you guys recording any of your own shows? Like, do you guys ever videotape your own shows and, and, and do your own stuff? So, like, for instance, if you guys are going down there and this isn't going to be aired maybe by then, them, will you guys have your own version of that live performance? Yeah. Will we all be able to see anyways? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, we'll have somebody videotaping it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we just, we just released our first video, well, second video, um, that we did for Good for the Soul. So, yeah, that's a pretty good song for you guys. That song's doing good. It's a yes. hell of a song. Yes. Now, we did Legends of the Rebel Soldier. Now, that was Arliss and Sandy put that together. And uh, that is up for the award in the ISSA category. For video for of the vi year. Video yeah. of the year, yes. Let me ask you this question. Do you guys drink as much whiskey as I think you guys do as far as, like, from what I can gather <laughs> from about you guys? You guys seem like you guys like some whiskey. Am I right? Or not? Is, am I? Am I? Is it? Am I wrong to say Might that? Might dabble a little bit. Okay? <laughs> a little bit. Depends on where you're at and who you're talking to. Because, yeah. Uh, yes. Well. Uh, yeah. I mean, is there any? Is I kind of think of myself as a bourbon connoisseur. Ah. He's very good with the bourbon. He does know his. What's bourbon. your favorite bourbon? Do you have one? Oh, definitely Blantons. Oh, really? You oh, go yeah. right for the Blantons. Oh yeah. Wow. That's a pricey one, too. It's a pricey bird, but delicious. It's hard to get a hold of nowadays. Yeah, it is. You it know, is. I used to be able to go into a, you know, a liquor store and that's pop bu a that's bottle a, That's Buffalo itself. Trace, isn't it? Blanton's yes. is made by Buffalo Trace yes. Distillery. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Although, got to pay respect to our you know, our sponsor. We are ambassadors for Maker's Mark Bourbon. Yeah, well, that's good stuff, too. <laughs> so, I, I drank plenty of their stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. Trying to get a job as a taste tester, you know. <laughs> right, right. Somebody's got to do yeah. it. And you would think there would be somebody who's really good at it. They would if they would hire for that job. Yeah, exactly. You guys ever go to the distilleries in Kentucky? You ever go? You ever check out? The dist really? Which one? Where have you been? Did, um, you, did you go to Buffalo Trace? That's the one. Um, I was getting ready to go to that one, and they wound up. Um, it was right before the shutdown. Oh, and we we weren't going to able to go, but that is one of the stops that I definitely want to make. You know, let me know when you're gone. I'll go with you. Yeah. <laughs> Although we do have a barrel at Maker's Mark Bourbon that has our name on it, it's on a plaque, and I think it's 2025 is when that barrel will be ready to be tapped. So, so wait a minute, is this going to be your own whiskey? Like, is this like your own It'll thing? It'll be stamped through Maker's Mark Bourbon, and it will have you know ambassadors of. of Are you going to sell it? Are they going to sell this stuff? But like, like, well, rare? I'll go down, and when well, we can all go down actually, and dip. Dip the bottles and stuff. We can get as many bottles as we want. We can come back and do whatever we want with them, you know, or sell them. And we actually do have one uh, that we do carry on our shows. I lift up, you know, when we're when playing. you say when you say dip the body being the wax for the maker's mm -hmm. mark because they they put the wax yes. in there. Awesome, that's yeah. so cool. Because I was just going to ask you that next. I was say, you know, you guys are kind of like on a on a ride here right now. You know, you guys. Like when's the when's your own whiskey going to be coming out? You know, that's what I was my nice like. When are you going to have your own? Whiskey. Everybody else does it. Everybody else has their own liquor or coffee or something they're bringing out. What about coffee? You guys, you ever see her go in that direction ever? <laughs> I, I, I really do. And actually, there's a, there's a new uh, Kentucky one out called Kentucky Coffee. Oh, do you guys? So you guys are coffee Excellent. whiskey, coffee whiskey, right? Oh, is, that, is that how it goes? Everybody's as you can on that? see. There's kind of a theme to all this, you know. <laughs> Well, now I, you know where the inspiration for the songs come from. Yeah, good for the soul. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Well, last year we actually had one of the bottles for uh, 
from Maker's Mark with our name on it, and we uh, did a, uh, a raffle type thing. We raised money for a institution that is uh, Santa's Hideaway Santa's Hideaway Hollow, which is close by to us, and he actually provides the children with their last Christmas. Oh, really? All year round. Yeah, kids well, that during are the summertime. Yes. For the whole family and that. Yes. Wow, that's awesome. So all the money was raised as a, you know, to him and then we gave donated that and uh, he was putting it to some good use. Which we have it. another bottle that we have now um, that has our name on it. Eventually we'll be doing the same thing for it. We'll we'll sell raffle tickets and to raise money for them and then all that money will go to that's, Santa's Hideaway Hollow. It's yes. a great idea. Do you are, are you guys into doing that kind of thing too, like doing benefit type stuff and raising money for things and stuff? Because yeah. yeah. now you guys are starting to become to that point where you can you can do things and things people show up and it's a little different now for you guys. It's probably going to get even weirder as this thing goes on as far as firsts, you know, b yeah. bigger audiences, bigger yes. venues. That sounds like where you guys are starting to head, where you'll have a lot more influence so you can do things for people. And I think that's one of the coolest things. I know that's the one thing that me and him talk about doing. Once this thing starts getting a little bigger and stuff, we want to start putting on benefits. And we want to start putting on things in, you know, food bank type stuff like that, feeding the homeless, that kind of stuff. Why not? Yeah, Once we're definitely in it, especially when it deals with kids. Yes. You know, that's, you know, usually charities and stuff, you know, that are dear to our heart. That and, you know, veterans, first responders. Yes. As far as the first responders thing goes, as far as you being an officer in the past, I mean, is that just completely a, 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 a now completely something that's in your past, or are you still you still deal with the the, the law enforcement, and you still have any kind of affiliation with that whole situation with the guys or anything? Oh yeah, I've got lots of friends and stuff that are you know still active law enforcement, you know, and um, you know, and we have a lot of support from fans that. Are fans of the band that are law enforcement, firefighters, uh, EMS. So, you know, we do have a lot of support from our first responders, you know, with our band. Yeah. And, and, and veterans too, you know. Um, you know, I'm also a vet. And, you know, so we have a lot of veterans and stuff that, you know, that follow the band. You're a veteran also. Mm -hmm. You got, you got, what's, what a life. <laughs> I mean, wow, man, pretty cool though. But it sounds to me like nothing you've done has just come falling into your lap. You know, literally, no, it's literally, all everything. hard work. Yeah, everything and everything that we wind up doing for you know for the band. Um, everybody puts in their blood, sweat, and tears into this project, from the rehearsals to writing songs. You know, the composing of the songs. You know, everybody. You know, just puts. 110 percent you know in it and like i said it is work if it was easy everybody would do it <laughs> well yeah so when you guys are putting it together like when you guys are writing a song what what is there is there something that normally happens that fires this thing up and starts this thing up does somebody come up like let me ask you something well like does you ever you ever just be sitting around at the house playing with your, your shit, and yeah, you're all of a sudden, the and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Did you bring it in and be like, hey, guys, I was just messing around with yeah. this, and then all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, yeah. and then everything piles on, leave a song. Is that Matter of fact, right before we came here, we were just listening to a new riff that uh, our other guitar player and him put together, yeah. and I was playing it for Dave, 
and we've already got some ideas and stuff for lyrics and that, and that's what we're going to do tomorrow. We're going to wind up sitting down and then writing the lyrics to Excellent. what they came up with. Exactly. That's a blast. Ain't that it fun? It is so much fun. <laughs> I love that's, writing songs. It's, it's camaraderie with the guys coming over and just hanging out, and then you make music, and it's it's, awesome. it's the best. And then, and and. The, 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 it's the moments that happen throughout that process. Those little things where you're like, you guys might be stuck on something and somebody just comes up with something. You're like, oh. mm-hmm. exactly. And that's what, that's, what's nice is everybody in the band brings so much talent that it just comes real quick. If there's a little spot, you know, that we might be stuck on, you know, one other guy might have, you know, well, let's try this, you know, or um, even with writing, you know, if, one guy comes up, well, that don't flow quite. Well, let's try switching this around, you know, and see if it, you know, flows a little better. You know, and all those ideas just come together to make, you know, a great product. Heck, yeah. Do you guys, are you guys starting to learn each other, like, now, too? Because you guys have been together that long. So I think part of that whole process is also, like, knowing with how, how when I'm bringing my idea, how this is going to, kind of weave itself through the rest of the band. I mean, it, sometimes your ideas are just really going to be good for you, but you guys now are starting to learn each other to where it's like you understand each other, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, right? we're very open. Yeah, it's, you know. it's become a very comfortable place to be. There's no ego in this band at all. No. That's amazing. Yeah, it, it's, that, it's why, like anything I've ever been around. Is that what it is? You guys think that that's what it is? So you guys have been in all these other bands and all these other outfits mm-hmm. throughout, and, now you, and you were always the one that really – kind of didn't have the ego and stuff, right. and then you've all found each other now? Yeah. yeah. Is that how you kind yeah, of think? I, that's yeah. a good way to put it because yeah. we've dealt with all, I'm sure, I'm my experience, I've met everybody and dealt with everything, and now it, it's a place where, yeah, it's very comfortable to be there. Yeah. yeah. And, and and you guys are getting the return, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like, like how many bands were you in before where you guys are going to Atlanta Exactly. You know, I mean, this yeah. is all. This is all. There's, the, you yeah. get, you're getting the, the the return, and it's like, so when you when a new song comes up, you want to go write a new song now because you're you're so excited about what's on the horizon because you guys are getting all this yeah attention. Be- I mean, let's just be honest. What <laughs> I've yeah, always being- always loved to write. Uh, I did, I did an album back in '98 uh, down in Florida, and it was more progressive alternative, but it just leads you into the next step. I, I, when I go to Florida, sometimes they'll call me up and have me stop near Jacksonville to record, lay down some tracks, and then I would go down further south to visit. And, uh, yeah, a lot of that, I, I love writing. And, yeah, and then, when you're, and then when you guys are playing, I mean, you guys have probably played in a lot of cover bands in your lives, too, coming up through the years. That's, what you, that's, yes. that's how you cut your teeth, right? Yep. And that's fun. A lot of fun, oh, yeah. you know, and, and it's how you learn, right? Yeah, Playing exactly. other people's stuff is yeah, exactly. you know, when, you, when you get out of your comfort zones and stuff like that. But when you actually wrote the freaking song that people are singing along to and they're, they're going crazy for, can it get any more on a high than that? Like, no. honestly, really? No. no, it doesn't. It is actually surreal because you're sitting there and I I just I will sit back and I'll listen. I'm like, okay. That's me. Now, why is this happening? Because <laughs> I mean, right? where's the, you got to pinch yourself a little yeah, bit. It's like... going all over the world, and you're like, oh gosh. Because in Australia, the, the we released the album, and uh, there was two songs that were on the top third, ten charts. Top ten chart is number three and number 
five. And that's and that's their just their top charts. Right. It's not For just that, country or anything right. like that. Yeah. Wow, man. And, we'll, and that's in Australia. You guys are you guys gonna go play in Australia? That's going to be the plan for next year, I think. Um, matter of fact, we have an interview Tuesday uh, coming up for Galaxy 107 FM out of New Zealand right. uh, that we'll be doing. Wow, and, that's so cool, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is. That's yeah. so cool. So how are you going to do that interview? You guys are just going to We're going to be doing it remotely at our uh, rehearsal area. Okay. Yep. And um, we'll be talking to them, which it'll be 7 o'clock our time, um, uh, Tuesday night. Which will be eleven o'clock in the morning over there. <laughs> Crazy man. Yeah, and it's uh, we'll set it up, you know, with the the laptop, and we do Skype. For do you them. got? Do you guys got somebody who who handles all your social media type stuff? That she handles the social media, and I do the technical end of things. Yeah. Well, that's the, the you He's know our built-in tech support. <laughs> Oh, is that what you you are? That, that's what you do? Yeah, yeah I'm an engineer. <laughs> Let, let's introduce her. I know she's not going to be on camera, but we keep talking to her, so we might as well at least say who, who, who we're talking to here. Yes. That is Miss Sandy Homa, our manager of the Southern Outlaws Band. Okay. So, so everybody knows, because it's going to get confusing. People are like, who the hell are they talking to? <laughs> do you guys, I guess what I'm asking, though, is when you when you have this, this draw from Australia like that, do you see this on your social media stuff a lot? Yes. I mean, like, are they popping up and, and saying, hey, man, we love you guys da, 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 from Australia? Yep. Da, da. You yep. guys are getting a lot of that, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. What other countries? Is it just them? or is that, no. I mean, no. Really? We, so you guys are America, Australia? America, uh, Australia, New Zealand, well, the same Germany. Thing. Oh, you get um, Germany. They're Poland. Poland. Italy. Italy. Yeah. Uh, we've been played in Italy, uh, the UK. UK. Scotland, Ireland. Um, a new one that we just got, um, I was talking to the DJ and stuff that was playing us, uh, this morning, uh, that's from, um, um, Norway. Yeah. Does it ever get old guys? I mean, like, does this like, does this ever get old? This, this thing right here? How many of those can you, uh, it's nonstop, no. right? It's gotta be the coolest. It is. Yeah. It, it is very overwhelming. And like I said, we, you know. Even though we're putting it out there, we thank our fans and our family because, you know, without them, you know. Absolutely. You guys just, get a lot of support. Yeah. A lot. Well, that's that's what it all starts. Oh, yeah. Here's all the countries that they're played in. These are the countries? That's where you have to that, And this is, oh, these are where you get plays, your music is gets gets plays. And they yes. also interact with our page. Oh. That's from the Facebook page. So, the so of course, 13,000. America, yeah. but Nigeria. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what next, I said. That's number two. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Those are the scammers and the bots. Yeah. <laughs> United Kingdom, Canada, Italy, Germany, Ghana, France, Australia, Brazil. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's crazy. And actually, the numbers on Spotify are even higher than that in the other countries. Yeah. So, have you guys had to do, uh, do anything special for any of this stuff? In other words, like, do you have to um, enter your songs or your album into something to get nominated for any of this stuff, or do they find you? Um, some of them find us, and then some of them, you know, we, you know, some, you know, once the music is out there and produ you know, it's released, you can do some, you, you do send them to certain, uh, some, yeah, send them, and then they, you know, determine whether it's worthy or not to make nomination, you know, for it. 
uh, like the, the WSAs, um, they get that, that report as soon as, you know, we release it to like Amazon and all them. And then they make the decision whether it's worthy. Now we've had two other songs that made uh, the top 10 uh, for nomination for a WSA award. And that's out of a hundred and some different countries. Wow. And matter of fact, the last song that we just got the top 10 for was one that Will wrote, which is Country Roads to Nowhere. And then um, our friend, uh, Phil Brady, that wrote uh, Louisiana Water, that was another one that got nominated in the top 10 for a WSA award. Now, do you guys know who you're going up against? Do you guys know all the all, the, all your bands that you're going against? Yeah. So how do you feel about those bands? Like, I, I, I guess what I'm saying, I mean, like, I mean, I, listen, I mean, nobody hates anybody or anything like that. But this is competition. I mean, you want to freaking win. Do you guys? Do you guys ever be like, like, mm. like the bands you're going? You ever listen to music and be like, eh, we got that. We could no. Do you, you guys don't do that no. at no. all? You're not even concerned. Mm-mm. You guys think you're just gonna win? We're, no, <laughs> no. Come on, no. no. <laughs> be no. honest. Winning is great, but to me, the the biggest compliment is being nominated. Yeah, it's it's you very know? unexpected because like the ISSA awards that you know that we're up for. All those people are very, you know, good at what they do. They're very established. And I'm just, you know, think it's an honor to be named, you know, with a lot of these up-and-comer, you know, independent artists that are nominated in the same categories that we are. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just as happy for them. That's cool. As I'm happy for us to be nominated. Yeah, I'm not sure I would do that. way. I'd probably be you watching know. them and I'd be like, ah, oh, we got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know. She's yeah, a, she's, she's a, Ohio. Oh, she's I know. the ISSA wow. rep for Ohio. So. Oh, that helps. And she's up for an award too. No. Yeah. Really? For ISSA rep. You know, they have the awards year. for that too. Yeah. Well, that's that's cool. That you get noticed and recognized because yeah. those are the people that usually don't get recognized. They do all the background work and stuff like that. And they have a category for the engineers. They have a category for promoters. They have a category yeah. for sound yeah. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah sound engineer. Everything. Yeah. So they recognize everybody. In yeah. The, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Right, now, radio take... stations, too. Yeah. They have radio, uh, one for radio stations as well. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Independent radio stations, though? They, 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 they play independent music? Is that what yeah. that's for? Correct. Indies, yeah. Your logo? Yes. Has he got a name? You guys, did you guys name Skelly. that? Skelly. What is it? Skelly. Skelly. Yep. I like it. Yeah, I knew he had to have a name. They always well, he, have a name. He's actually got... a seven foot yeah. come to life now. You guys don't have like an Eddie coming out of like a like an Iron Maiden type thing, do you? Yeah. Oh, he wears geez. the same hat that's on the logo with the bullet what? holes. Oh. And wears one of the t- shirts. His eyes light up. He's got the hair and he moves around. His mouth moves. And... Oh, is it is it robotic? You yeah. guys got, got oh yeah. really? It's, yeah, it's just it's got some seven foot tall. yeah i have seen this actually i yes. have seen this on i've seen a video with it mm-hmm. i remember now he actually kind of sings along with the yeah. his mouth yeah, it, goes along with the yeah. song and stuff and you'll be talking to him mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so cool <laughs> it is that's so cool and he's just up there jamming with you guys every show you guys bring him yeah no kidding he's got his own little spot and everything yep. yeah that is so cool Okay. Okay. I just had I had to ask. I just knew he had to have a name. He has yep. his own Facebook page, I think. Really? No, not yet. He will. Okay. Sorry. Will he answer questions and stuff like that? <laughs> Probably. Okay. I want to talk to uh, Will because I was talking to you earlier about some of your influences that you had and stuff like that. We yeah. went over Manzarek and stuff like that. 
But that wasn't the only influences you had. You actually had some a little more personal. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. My father actually, uh, I grew up watching him. He had an old twelve-string acoustic that he played a lot. So I grew up. He was major influence to me. Just my musicianship came from him, and uh, he uh, ran a website. And he worked at GM for forty years, I think. He retired and dedicated himself to local music for uh, Trumbull Mahoney Counties. And uh, he would follow bands around and take video and ran a website, mvlivemusic.com, and uh, would post all their gigs and their, the venues they'd be playing. And everybody knew him. They knew him as a professor or uh, uh, Steve Mahoning is what they would call him. But, uh, From the yeah. county? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he actually, they had the... Dave Grohl Alley thing going down in Warren a few years back. where uh, Oh, yeah, because Dave Grohl was in Warren for a yeah. while. Yeah, he was born there. So they uh, dedicated an alley right. to him, and uh, he came and he performed, and my dad was helped organize that. So he was, he was a big part of local music. So he was promoting? Is that what his big thing was? He was just uh, taking yeah. everything and just literally Yeah, he was promoting bands for his own enjoyment, pretty much. He did it for free. It was a passion of his. But he got to meet a lot of cool people through yeah, all that so whole thing. So many cool people, yeah, 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 yeah. And and he was and he was pretty popular. I mean, this guy, this guy was like your dad turned into somebody that became yeah, yeah, more than he even thought he right. probably would. Yeah. So how does that? How does that? How how old are you when that's happening? I guess it started when I was in my late twenties, and uh, he passed away two years ago now, and he did it up until about. A year before he passed. Did you ever get involved with him? Like, did yeah, you, that's how I started playing live. Was I? He ran an open mic. Oh. And uh, he asked me if I wanted to come one time, and I said, "Sure." You know, I never really played in front of people. I've always like had a little music studio at home, where I would just play it for myself or my wife or whoever. And uh, he said, "Just come out to the open mic and see what we can do." And I've been playing live ever since. I just I love it. You got hooked. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's great. That's great, man. That's a cool story. I like to hear that. Yeah. Now, speaking of stories, like every band has their like thing, right? I mean, like we, you know, I'm not I'm not expecting you guys to give me the Led Zeppelin stories, but I'm sure you guys got some good stories to tell because not only you guys have been in a lot of bands. First of all, this band alone is now. So there's got to be some crazy, crazy stuff that's happened. Plus the kind of music you guys play. Let me be honest with you. This is a whiskey drinking. This is a you know. This isn't you know. People are going to be sitting in their seats, you know, twiddling their thumbs. These people are doing shots. Everybody's having a good time, and good shit's going to happen. Stories are going to be able to tell. You guys got any good ones? Uh, the one one that happened just recently is me and my cohort here, Dave, <laughs> wound up going to listen to a uh, good friend. He does a solo act. His name's Solo Six String. And uh, he was playing at a local place, and we wound up, you know, going to listen to it, did a he did a great job, and we had a few, you know, cocktails there, and then uh, we wound up walking around the corner. It was in Newton Falls, and we went to Faces Lounge, and we had some friends that were there. It was like, hey, let's stop in and say hi. Dave said, sure. Next thing we know, there's a bottle of Knob Creek that's gone. <laughs> I go outside to have a smoke. Somebody comes out and says, hey, I think your buddy needs help. I said, really? So I expect to come in, seem passed out at the bar. No. 
we keep walking to the bathroom. <laughs> we walk into the bathroom. I look around, and there's Dave passed out on the floor, head up against the <laughs> stall, you know, the toilet, you know, and he's just gone. Then one of the bouncers that was there, he says, you know, I said, well, we, he ain't walking himself. So I got him. He's a big guy. He said, so he picks him up, tells me the next day, he says, I almost dropped your buddy. I said, why, was he heavy? He says, no. He says, as soon as I lifted him up and was walking him out to the truck, he says, this is the lightest I've ever felt. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, needless to say, though. We didn't have to pay one single cent for any of those drinks. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's good. So that was a whole bottle of Knob Creek. Bottle. I did not know that until the next day or the day after that. <laughs> but that's not my norm. That's not what I do. And that's well, whiskey's not your, your norm. He's not, still in training. Uh, yeah, you know, they, yeah. I tell him I'm on the twelve step program going backwards. It's 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 a tough thing that whiskey is because it's delicious and it's easy to drink once you get it going. Yes, but um, you know it. it you got to respect, respect it. <laughs> you know you need to respect the whiskey because exactly. if you don't, man, it it can get you. Exactly, it can get you. You're right. It's not for amateurs. You got to know how. You got to know what you're dealing with. Oh yeah. You got to yes. know what you're dealing with. Yes. Good times they'll come out of them whiskey bottles. Oh, a lot yeah. of fun stuff. Good music. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's good for the soul, That's man. Right. I'm you. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. But so, I think our other big one was uh, we wound up uh, earlier, and this was right before Dave came with us. We were um, going to be playing at Odd Bodies in Dayton, Ohio. And I won't mention the name of the person we were going to open up for. But tonight we got there early, and that night he was playing in Kentucky. So we went down, we listened to this person play, and it was a debacle to begin with. But we were, I was kind of making fun of his boots because, I mean, this guy was wearing chick boots, okay? <laughs> and this is from a guy that wears Western boots all the time. I am over there laughing my butt off and, I mean, just tears rolling just laughing. This guy knew who we were. We were in Southern Outlaw shirts. I mean, he knew who we were. Come the next day, he didn't want to show up. He didn't show up. So we're out there all day long drinking, you know, beer. I think we went through three thirty packs. <laughs> oh you know. God. It's only ninety. That was our bass player's influence. I'm I'm gonna give him all credit on that one. But, you know, there was a band that said, You guys you know, if the guy's not gonna show up and we're gonna finish this out, you mind if we close it out? We don't care. You know. Yeah, at this point. So he's out there nursing a beer with us, goes back in, tells his boys and stuff, says, we got this in the bag. They're hammered. He said, they've been drinking all day long in the parking lot. We went in there and lit the roof off that place. <laughs> and, I mean, everybody's just mouths dropped. And guy wound up uh, coming up the stage after we were done. He says, holy shit, we've got to follow that. <laughs> That's the hardest, man. <laughs> Isn't that the hardest, though? You guys ever been in that position, though, where you where you, you guys are following somebody and you, they just light it up and you're like, man. But you got to just – but that's the beauty of this whole thing, right? Like, oh, yeah. now you got to bring your A game. 
Yeah. Think about when Van Halen was opening up for Black Sabbath. I mean, that yes. like that there's no way Black Sabbath's gonna hang with Van Halen at that time every night. Yeah. Well, uh, Leonard Skinner, they opened up for the Rolling Stones. Yeah, that's right. You know, matter of fact, the rebel that he is, you know, Ronnie Van Zant, that was one of the things when they opened, that was when they had the big mouth and the tongue, you know, oh, yeah. the stage. And one of the rules was don't go out on the tongue. We don't care what you do on the stage. Don't go out on the tongue. Ronnie, you know, <laughs> he, he went out there and I seen an interview and stuff. Gary, you know, he says, well, Ronnie's doing it. I'm doing it. He follows him out, you know. But, yeah, everybody's got to start somewhere. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, you you got legends like, you know, Leonard Skinner. They're opening up for Rolling Stones. Uh, you know, look at the ones that uh, opened up for who, you know. Yeah, um, tons. You know, everybody's got to start somewhere. And as far as us, we don't care you know, we open for, you know, um, we just do us. Well, you guys are about to break out of that whole entire thing anyways. You're going you're gonna to become the headliners all the time. And, and then you're going to be bringing acts along too. Like, is, is that something you guys look forward to? I mean, oh, yeah. Do you guys, is that something that you guys are like now that, because you guys are definitely going to start, this is, you know, I don't, I just don't see this being. The, the 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 pinnacle of everything. I see this is the start of you guys. It's a takeoff, like a, a you know. So yeah, you're gonna be able to take some of these other bands and and and, and kind of push them out there for people to see. That's kind of cool. Right? I mean, that's like that's a cool part of this whole entire thing. Is that part? You're like daddy, right? I mean, like kind of like daddy now a little bit. You know, you're gonna get to get to. Boy, Dave, if they're gonna call you dad, we're all screwed. <laughs> You know, ah, that's it. Yes, you're, just you're putting right. that out there. Yes, you're right. <laughs> I don't think I want to touch that. One, do I? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does. Not, no. The I guess I guess the thing it's it's hard to what you're saying right now and in the positions that we're in, we're just seeing what's coming and but we actually don't know what's how that's coming about. How it's going to look like? Yeah, what it's going to look like? Yeah. until we get there. Well, yeah, I think and this whole I mean, thing is that way, right? And, yeah, yeah, exactly. And you, but we're all about helping out, you know, other musicians. You know, um, to me, you know, when you're in a music business, it should be having each other's back, you know. I agree. Because, I mean, it's the only way that, you know, you make it in this business. Well, yeah. You know, it's For helping sure. one another out. Yeah, yeah. This is it's, it, honestly, it is the only way it yeah. actually happens. And I've always said this, and so is uh, you know a good friend of ours, which is a friend of you guys, is Tyrone Homerbuck. We've all said we can't all play the same place at the same time. Yeah, right. You know. Yeah, that's true. So we need to help out one another. Yeah, you, you know? guys are a good example of that. I'll, I'll, you guys, Tyrone, man, he, he loves to help. I mean, he's like I said, as soon as we mentioned, I've we, known him for over. Me and my cousins known him for over thirty-five years. And he's never wavered. Tyrone is one of the best people that, you know, in the music business that you could be around. He's a good influence, uh, especially for up-and-comers. He's probably forgotten more about the music business, you know, than, than a lot of people. He's a trap. He's a trap. Yeah, he's just a great guy um, all the around, you know, all the way around. And um, I, you know, definitely recommend anybody coming up into the music business, if you want to go for knowledge, or to learn anything about, go to Tyrone. Yeah, and and if you want to learn about stamina, go to Tyrone. This guy plays oh, yeah. out every day almost. Yeah. Yeah. Every Sometimes single... Sometimes three, three shows in one day. The one day he was in 
where, where was he at that winery in Sandusky? Yeah. And then he drove to what Painesville or Painesville, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. In the same day. Yeah. He, he, I was like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Kill yourself. He's like, oh, no, man, I love it. And, yeah. he, and he does. He yeah. does. He has. Every time you see him, cause, because uh, Jen posts a lot of stuff for yeah. him live, you know, yeah. and the guy is always having fun. He never looks like he doesn't want to be there. No. Amazing. Right. But you guys are like that too live. You guys are, when, you, when I said, when the stuff, you guys got a lot. Cool thing about these guys is there's a lot to go look at. Like you guys don't, you guys have, you could go pull up a bunch of videos. There's a bunch of live stuff on YouTube. You you, you can go down the rabbit hole. You, you guys can, you created that. And man, dude, you guys look, you're having fun live. You got a cool look. When your eyes are up there live, you guys look cool, right? <laughs> wow, that's you, Arliss, in the front there with the hat and the old. You're looking cool, man. You guys look cool. Um, your music is is definitely unique, and it's and I, I can I understand why you guys are getting the, the the attention you guys are getting. I really can see. Oh, we really appreciate it. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, like I was so eager to get you guys on once I I heard your music and saw the whole thing happen. I was like. Well, we have to get these guys on immediately. It, you know? It's so cool that you identified it your way, which is something we've never heard yet. Which is that? Which is which part? The punk rock thing and stuff it's like all that. All of it. It's 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 and it's. Well, but can you see what I'm saying? Though? Am I wrong in that? No, in any no. Of what I said? No, you're no. not wrong at all. You, you hear you hear a touch of everything. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and. and uh, that's the ring of fire was the one that uh, though when I was listening to that because I love Johnny Cash so when I heard that and I'm hearing that chin, 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 you guys are doing that chin, 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 chin. that's yeah. that's 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 <laughs> that's not country there's no country song <laughs> zero so I was just like wow what is that and then and then the whole thing comes together and you're just like I swear I said to myself I was like this this is why these guys are winning awards this is this is what they're doing that nobody else dares do. It's so it's so scary for some people to do what you guys are doing. That's another thing I wanted to say. I, I think other bands are afraid to do what you guys do because, you, you know, don't dare step outside this box yeah. because, you know, someone's there to smack your hand and tell you you're not supposed to do that. seems like you guys are just like, there's no box. No. No. No, there's no, no, there's no boundaries at there all. <laughs> I've always said, and I've, I've even told other musicians, is don't ever pigeonhole yourself. Into yeah. one thing, unless that's all you like, Be, right? Yeah, and I get it, absolutely. But you never know what's going to come down the pike. Yeah, well, and it just becomes way more fun when you start. You know, like I think, I think I went through a metal. I was a thrash guy, and when I was in, when I was into thrash, it was tunnel vision. I right. didn't want to hear nothing else or see right. nothing else. Everything else sucked, right? right? You know, you thank God I broke out of all that because when you start to break out of that. Um, and you're getting to some, especially in a band situation where you start to get different influences and they grab you in a weird way. You're like, man, I never freaking thought I would like that. And you, and you do now you can incorporate this stuff and you can create like these symphonies. They're like symphonies yes. of stuff because you have a string section that, that you didn't, you would never have done that before when keyboards come into a band. Right, absolutely. How right. how much does that change a band to have a keyboard in there? How that it's a whole thing the, that you can't get from anything else. The no. dynamic is, and, and Will brings it because yeah. he adjusts to whatever we're playing, and he's. I mean, well, that's like me composed four walls of rafer. 
you know, four and walls we of have, started out completely different than what you. Yeah, did. when <laughs> he, you know, when Dave came up with the beginning, how we do that, and then we, were, like I said, we're the only uh, besides Jamie Johnson, we're the only um, second band to ever release that. Oh. And Jamie Johnson, when he did it, he kept it pretty much how Skinner did it. Yeah. And uh, we wanted to do it a little different, but still pay tribute to you know how they wrote it. And Dave came up with this, you know, beautiful way to bring it in. And then we, you know, added the drums to it. And then we added the keyboards. And then that we wanted that, we wanted, because it's such a good song and it means a lot to different people, we wanted something that's really going to catch you. And then that's when we, you know, we decided to, um, you know, to put in uh, Amazing Grace at the end of it. Oh. Yeah. And... Will brings that in on the on the keys, the yeah. amazing grace part, and Dave, you know, plays along with the slide and that, you know, on that. That's so cool. And it makes yeah. the it changes the dynamic of the entire song, uh, where you can get even a deeper feeling coming out of it. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I mean, we're still paying tribute to you know. Well, the greatest bands that ever lived. Yeah, yeah, but we're still doing us. Yeah, that's everything is that way with you guys, all right. Yeah. No matter mm-hmm. what, could could you guys do it any other way? No. I mean, like literally, uh, does it? I mean, it I doesn't mean, feel right to do it, right? Any like other if way. you guys tried no. to emulate something, you guys no. would probably fail at it, right? No, like you have to yeah. sound like you guys. Yeah, it's yeah, the only yeah. way it's gonna work. It, that's the way we. Uh, it, I mean, all the covers that we play on stage are our rendition, right? Yeah. Our rendition of it, and it's that way, and it's it's not anybody else's way. But it makes it more powerful, more different, and still the same song. Right. Listen to the words, you know. That's and that's it. just like you and Bob. I mean, they have different guitar styles, but when they come together, it's a harmony. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, that, and, 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 and to be honest, I mean, you hear that dynamic in a lot of the successful bands along the way, especially the dual guitar players, they're not the same type of guys. No, they, no. They're almost always two different type of dudes, yep. and that's what two, uh, different sounds, different everything, but for whatever reason, yeah. it comes together, it's like, oh, you know. It's oh, yeah, it's a, it, it is a definitely a harmony moment when those two guys and stuff, they just come together, like on, on their dual lead and stuff on Ring of Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just beautiful harmony together, you know. But you could pick out the two different styles. Yeah, right. You can hear it. You can you know who's playing it. As long as you've heard it once and you know, yeah. then you'll always know. Yeah. Exactly. You know? So you guys said you already start like you guys are still in the process of writing and stuff. So you haven't oh, like yeah. you're not you're not sitting on your laurels at all. Nope. We're not we're not we're not all happy about what we've <laughs> no. already done, right? I mean no, like we're actually trying to finish up our second album right now. Um, to get it done because we know next year is gonna be even more busy, you know. Um, with a lot more traveling. So we want to try to get, you know, next year's project for, you know, the next album that we'll be pushing, get it done. Then that way we'll have it already, you know, ready so to are go. Are you guys, are you, t- you t- thinking about doing like an American tour? Like are you guys going to tour some states? Are you guys going to, is there, are you yeah, now that things are starting to open more up, I mean, we're going to have, you know, the small tour, you know, for this year. And um, we have some things, you know, that we're working on lining up. Um, but then next year, we want you know try to go both not just national but you know international. international. <laughs> you guys got laughing. You can't even believe you're saying something. No, like that. that's, yeah. I, Isn't I that crazy? Know, I don't know how we're going to get that bus across the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, do you guys have a tour bus? <laughs> no. A, oh, I was like, well, let's talk the bands, <laughs> the bands. <Yeah. laughs> but yeah, I think about it. They've only been together since October. Yeah, 2020. 
Yeah, that's what I'm. That's you know what I mean? yeah. It's not been two years. That's what I'm saying. Things are happening so fast. Things Which are happening. Got sponsors and stuff now working on you know getting us a bus and everything for our travels. So, but that's what I'm saying though. You guys aren't. You guys aren't sitting on your laurels. You guys are writing more, more because you know you see a lot. You see someone gets a little success, and they're like, "Oh, I'm caught up in this whirlwind of success." No. And and you guys are still like that. Has, that's nice, but. So you, it hasn't. It so what you're saying is nothing's caught up to you guys. Yet. No, you guys are still just the same guys yeah. doing the same thing, and all everything else is happening. Get right. up every day, do our day. Wow, job. that's it's, humble. Yeah. That's and that's why, as long as you guys can keep that, you guys will stay together and be great. Yes, you know what I mean. Keep I that. still go out and shoot pool with my friends. And oh yeah, we uh, nothing's know. nothing's changed no. on this side. That's awesome. We're still us, and that's never going to change. No, I, mean, I seriously doubt it. I hope not. No, no, no. All right, guys, I think that's going to do it for all of us here at Level Up Cleveland. We'll give, uh, we'll put up the information when we find out more about what's going on with the award show and everything so that we can get all that coordinated. So we'll promote all that because I want people to be able to watch it too. So we'll promote that through our stuff also. And right now, if they go to our Facebook page or the ISSA website, vote. they can vote for the whole month of April. That's right. Uh, one vote per uh, per day per device, and then after that, it'll go to the judges. One vote per day per device. Who exactly. the hell keeps track of all this? Stuff? Well, three <laughs> three devices you could use per day. So yeah, and everybody's digging out their tablets and that's cool though, man. Yeah, definitely vote or tablet. Vote, vote, vote for these guys. We I mean. even have some pretty decent big names out there that are voting for yeah. us. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. one of uh, good supporters and stuff of us and. You know, to me, they're the next big icons next to Leonard Skinner as Blackberry Smoke. Oh, yeah. I saw that. You you did say thank you to Blackberry Smoke. Yes. I, yeah, they are. They're, they're like the modern-day uh, classic, I mean, uh, Southern Rock. Yes. Yeah, they're the, yeah. They're the, they're they're, the main guys. Oh, yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, Charlie Starr and them, those are, you know, great bunch of guys. And, you know, I'm happy yeah. to know them. I really am honored cool. to know them, actually. That's cool. All right, guys. We're done. All right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for coming down. It was a pleasure. Seriously, it was, it was pleasure great. For us. Good luck with the rest of the road. We're, we'll have you guys back on, I have a feeling, one day. Hopefully thank we'll you. have a few more of these. You, I hope you guys don't get too big to come come back on to the show. Oh, no. All right. We know we're located. We'll be here. Yep. Always be pleasure. <laughs> All right, guys. Look out for them. Southern Outlaws Band. We're out. Woo!